Welcome everyone to the Credible Nerds Podcast. My name is Justin and we are here back to talk more Indiana Jones. Uh, If you haven't noticed or been with us recently for the past couple months, we've been talking about the Indiana Jones movie saga. We started with Raiders of the Lost Ark and now we're finally at the end of the road for the final Indiana Jones movie as far as we know at this point. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, so we will be talking about that. And as always, I have my fellow archaeologists and fellow adventurers with me. Nathan, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? Pretty good. And we have Blake. Hey, everybody. So we are back. It's been a long journey, but it's been fun talking, revisiting these old movies that we grew up on and seeing this one that just came out this year, like 12 days ago as of today, as of the recording of this podcast. So it was released on June 30th, 2023. It's still in theaters, so if you haven't seen it by now, go see it. It's actually pretty good. may not be your favorite, but it's still a good indie movie. And so far, it's grossed $256 million. Um, it was released in 4,600 theaters just 12 days ago, as opposed to Crystal School was released in 4,000 theaters. And I think Raiders was released in like 1,000 or... Yeah, some low number. (laughs) So it's definitely getting more eyes on it, uh, this Dial of Destiny movie. And it's the most expensive film in the Indiana Jones film series, as well as one of the most expensive films ever made. Wow. Crazy. Uh, Number 13 on that list, and it cost $295 million without the marketing cost to make this movie. So what's what's number 14 on that list? (laughs) I just want to... I'll have to look that up. I just want to know yeah. what costs just slightly less. Yeah. It was like $5 million. I think it's the new Mission Impossible movie. Oh? Dead oh. Marketing. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So, uh, I think number one was The Force Awakens. Really? Mm-hmm. Rise of Skywalker was three. I don't remember number two, but yeah. So. But again, I assume that does not account for inflation. Well, they're all pretty recent. Yeah, well, it's, like, not, it's not inflation, yeah. You're yeah. Because right. I would have thought, like, well, Titanic mm. would have... When you have, like, a Waterworld with inflation. Yeah. I don't know yeah. how much that and is wasn't, now. Yeah, wasn't, wasn't Waterworld with Kevin Costner, like, supposed to be, like... At the time, yeah. The most expensive and made, like... The least. The least. Which, for the record, I kind of like that movie. Yeah, I went and saw it. <laughs> Me too. I enjoyed it. Fish gills, Kevin Costner. gills. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like it a lot better than the Postman, uh, the one. Yeah, I, I, but I didn't hate that movie. Yeah, I haven't seen it forever, but I remember liking it in the nineteen nineties or whenever it was. Yeah, but uh, anyways, Indiana Jones, <laughs> <laughs> and it's the first Indiana Jones movie that doesn't involve doesn't involve George Lucas and Steven Spielberg. They are listed and credited as executive producers because they you know came yeah. up with the whole thing, but they're not directly involved. They were initially. But as time went on, they slowly backed out or moved on. So they had zero influence in the story, anything, everything to do right. with this movie. Right. They had some ideas right after Crystal School. They were talking about them, trying to come up with the MacGuffin and all that stuff. But they, they couldn't come up with anything good. So it just kept getting pushed back and back. Disney bought it out. And then slowly it ended up being written by mostly by James Mangold, the director, He's the first non-Spielberg director for Indiana Jones and the only one. 
Um, and what else has he directed? Mangold has directed. Um, I got a list here. Logan from you know Wolverine, right? That was good. And then Ford yeah. versus Ferrari. Ooh, that was a good one. Con Call of <clears throat> Wild, or his most recent ones. The Harrison Ford movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So there's a little connection there. So that's is that how Harrison Ford got the part? I think so. Yeah. Got <laughs> grandfathered cool. in. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we worked on a movie together. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so mostly written by James Mangold, but David Cope, the guy we talked about last time, he was like he was also involved in the writing back in the day, and I guess enough of his story ideas came through that they had to give him a writing credit, hmm. as well as some guys named Jez and John Henry Butterworth, I guess they're brothers or something, hmm. and they have written Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt. And they were also involved with Ford versus Ferrari. <laughs> Both good movies. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the background of that. Um, the timeline, we've been heavily invested in the timeline. I like talking about it, so that's mm-hmm. why you're, you're getting it. Yeah. Uh, the first three Indiana Jones movies, we've talked about it. Temple of Doom was first, 1935. Raiders was 1936. Last Crusade, 1938. So within... What was it? What did we say here? Uh, like 25 months or so. Those three movies? Yeah, those three movies. Yeah, those, over a 25-month time frame. Those three events take place. Mm-hmm. Crazy. And then Crystal Skull was 1957, 12 years later. And then this one, then the first part took place in 1944. Okay. So you're going back before Crystal Skull, right after Last Crusade. Mm-hmm. Actually, during World War II, but the majority of the story is 1969, which again is 12 years after Crystal Skull. Mm. So that's the time frame. Um, the synopsis uh, set primarily in 1969. The film follows Indiana Jones and his estranged goddaughter Helena Shaw trying to locate a device that could change the course of history before. Jürgen Wohler, a Nazi-turned-NASA scientist, can take it for himself and change the outcome of World War II, which was basically he's going to go back in time and kill Hitler, and then he knows Hitler's mistakes, so he's not going to do those same mistakes, and then he'll he'll make sure the Nazi power comes into party, or Nazi party comes into power and, you know, basically be the, the, the top world power from then on. There you go. What do you guys think of that <clears throat> premise, that synopsis of, of the film? Is it did it work for you? Well, I mean, obviously you don't under you don't learn that till three quarters of the yeah, way in. Until you go in. Yeah, but um uh I didn't have a problem with it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was it was cool. I was I mean you kind of think, man, I, I mean, I don't know how all that really unfolded as far as an ideology, but for somebody to be really espoused to a lot of Hitler's teachings, but really hate Hitler, that was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. But um, but yeah, it was, you know, that was kind of cool. And then created some dread at the end when, when that's what his plan, you find out that's what his plan is. You're like, oh, yeah, going back and, you know, uh, 
adjusting for the mistakes of of the most evil man in history and oh yeah that that had some you know kind of weight to it yeah it was cool and you know it was a theory that he had i mean yeah it wasn't like i mean he it it gave you the idea that this guy's crazy that he thinks he can do it but he's he believes that it's possible and he's going to try so whether it could actually happen or not really wasn't the point he still was going to do whatever he was going to do and be violent as he was and his his henchmen and do all the things that they were going to do regardless of whether or not it was feasible yeah so so i mean yeah 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 i liked it too the time travel i don't know if it threw people off but for me i I mean, it's time travel has kind of become a pretty strong story point in a lot of movies lately. So yeah. it's it's not a big of a reach as far as like a fantasy type film or yeah alternate reality or whatever. I mean, even <clears throat> even with that being said, I still felt like it again compared to Crystal Skull, where it was to me that was kind of like otherworldly science fictiony. This as crazy as that sounds sounds still sounds kind of a grounded idea because it's like you know real you've got all the events are kind of like mysterious things that could happen here on earth but but they have to do with like a like a higher power or some sort of i don't know how to describe it i'm failing miserably but (laughs) but the point is is i don't it didn't bother me for for some reason okay well and i i thought that we were talking about this a little earlier you know he's an archaeologist he loves history he loves you know all these things and and then you know it's kind of uh poetic for him to at the end be able to go back in time and mm-hmm. visit some of the things he loves so much and yeah and you know and want to have stay. that experience and want to stay and be a part of it it would have i think an alternate ending that would have been cool would have been for his goddaughter to go back without him and then for him to have ended up in a museum <laughs> would have been, yeah. that would have been all right <clears throat> like his mummy or something. yeah his coffin or something yeah Oh boy. His fedora. Yeah. I, at least his, some of his stuff, but that would have totally... I like the idea that I, that they ended up not bright, because that would have been... Everyone would have been complaining. <laughs> he would have been like, Harrison Ford messed everything up for the future. Because yeah. he like he did... He told him he couldn't... He told him about t- uh, how to fly, and he told him about how to this and do all these things. And, yeah our future so if they had done that everyone would have walked out or, of there or if at the end instead of marion coming in it was george clooney or something <laughs> yeah. yeah that would have been yeah yeah or kate capshaw right <laughs> there you go <laughs> oh no willie scott's back <laughs> i like it so, uh yeah i it didn't bother me as much that much really so the characters we've been talking about you know, Indiana Jones and his character development over these last, well, so 24 plus 25 months is two years. So 26 years, right, is his time on screen. The 1944 version, what would you guys think about him? Um, I He's more in line with what we've seen in the previous three. Yeah, yeah, I, I really enjoyed that whole sequence. I thought mm-hmm. it was great, mostly. There were a couple times where the CGI was a little yeah, you could tell. wonky. And there were some parts where the movement 
looked a little cartoonish. Um, like specifically, mm-hmm. like there were some scenes, some of the movements, some of the way the head moved and his body moved. It almost looked like the like one of the characters from um, oh that Christmas Train movie. What's that? Movie? Oh yeah, the Polar Express. Polar Express. The way his head moved and the hair kind of moved. It, it looked almost, and the way the light, it looked almost like I, I felt like I was watching the Polar Express for like a brief second, the, just the way the, the movement. And I, but I, and I do know from some of the readings that it was CGI, but it was also, of course, a, a live actor, a stuntman with either a CGI and or a mask on or a combination of the two like that motorcycle scene they said that was him with a with a mask that was made to look like Indiana Jones yeah. or Harrison Ford um but for the most part I not only I didn't it was believable for me and it was if anything it gave us a a look back to the the indiana jones character that we all kind of yeah. like enjoyed seeing and yeah. the, the the rough and tumble you know making it up as i go along making it as i go along yeah. and crazy you know just just go 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 kind of a guy you know yeah. when you think about it these movies are really not i mean they're set in the real world but you kind of have to give a little bit of uh just a teeny bit of like uh disbelief uh, dis- well just i was going to say uh permission that you know some of this stuff is not <laughs> like you yeah. know i guess it would be licensed to yeah. be like okay harrison you know everyone's maybe he's got a little bit of a superhuman power or something like that mm-hmm. some people talk about the fact that he drank from the cup he may have walked out of there but maybe it maybe there was a little bit of leftover yeah. powers from that i don't yeah. know yeah. yeah definitely um yeah and that opening sequence, I think if that wouldn't have been there or if it would have been different, maybe fell flat, I wouldn't have liked this movie. Um, just because it starts out, and I remember watching it, uh, me and my wife went to see it, and I was like, I was like excited watching this. This is cool. And I was yeah. like, this, I even turned to her and said, this is a fun movie because it's just the, the action, the jokes, or not the jokes, but the banter, right? Mm, yeah. Just everything was like, yeah, this is classic indie. Yeah. As much as we're going to get at this point. Yeah. yeah. Imagine if it had opened with just this old 80-year-old Indiana Jones standing in front of the classroom. Yeah. Like the other movies. But instead of the kids all batting, the girls all batting their eyes at him, they're ignoring him. And he's just talking to a bunch of kids that aren't mm-hmm. paying him any attention. That, yeah. that would have been a pretty flat yeah. and like, ew. Yeah. 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 What did no, you think of the CGI? I, I thought it was so. I was surprised at how long the scene was. You know, yeah. I thought when yeah. it started, I'm like, oh, this will be like maybe two minutes, whatever. Yeah. And it was like 15, I don't know. It felt I like 15 minutes. Or minutes. 20, yeah. A long se- sequence. And, yeah. and usually the CGI is distracting, you know, yeah. and yeah. it wasn't. And, that, and I was even paying extra attention to it. And I'm like, wow, they handled this really well. And yeah. they're not like. It's either distracting or the scenes are filmed differently or unnaturally to try to limit the face, yeah. like a lot of you know scenes from behind or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like they went full into it, and it was, I mean, for me, it was like one of the best ones, right? Yeah. I mean, second to Scorpion King. That was, <laughs> I remember thinking, we don't need 
yeah. actors anymore. It's hard to hold up to yeah. Scorpion King. Yes. But you yeah. know what? I mean, I it gets me excited for the future because it keeps getting better. And that just tells me that eventually mm-hmm. their CGI is like when they de-age people, it's, it's going to. Mm-hmm. But it would be at the same time, I will add, I mean, it would be nice to get to a point where we don't have to keep bringing back actors and de-aging them yeah. let's get a new generation of yeah. actors that are like yeah we can get behind and enjoy their acting yeah for sure so that happened <laughs> uh then we like you mentioned we jumped to 1969 and he's this old guy teaching in front of the classroom a complete opposite right from yeah. raiders raiders everybody loves them they're paying attention they're like enthralled and this, these students are just like, whatever, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and outside you've got, you know, kind of the other theme here is yeah. astronauts mm-hmm. taking over. And, and so he's now a relic. He's now an archaeologist. Yeah. And, and outside of his classroom, his boring classroom, there's a parade around space exploration, you know. Yeah, the and future. So it's kind of it staged it up pretty well, Yeah, I think. Yeah. 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 The old, the new... In with the new and out with the old, right? Yep. Yeah. So it's his last day. He's retiring. <clears throat> Pretty sad retirement party there. Yeah. He's like, I just want to go home. <laughs> uh, so he goes home, and he kind of he's kind of a loser at this point. Think so? I think so. You th- you'd call him a loser, huh? Well, he he thinks that what the state of his life is. He's alone, no friends. The his work is pointless because the kids don't care right mm-hmm. they've moved on and he's living in this crappy apartment yeah so I, maybe losers too strong but yeah yeah i just look at him as like it just just a sad old man whose yeah. life is over basically yeah. but i mean but like this is kind of what it's come to and and what it what will eventually come to all of us, right? It could come to all of us uh, in some I way. I hope I'm not getting divorced and living <laughs> by myself. Well, I mean, being single, you know, and downsizing and your kids are gone and well, you're kind, just kind of like... And kind of like all of your, like, I mean, obviously he's got all these exploits and and, yeah. and and that's just, now he's just an old guy. He goes and knocks on his neighbor's door and his neighbor yeah. just thinks he's an old guy. He doesn't yeah. know he's... Indiana. Yeah, Jones, and it has had know? the experience, which his apartment had so many, you know, references to his past, which mm-hmm. was pretty cool and pretty neat and all the pictures. But I mean, I think that, yeah, I just think it would represented what eventually happens to everybody, you know, is, and it's in, again, in with the new and out with the old. And we're kind of end up just, mm-hmm. our kids get older, they move out, they have lives, and we just kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. kind of. Well, he's definitely changed as a person, right? The, yeah. Even from when we last saw him in Crystal Skull, he he was living a better life. Yeah. Pretty much the same life as what he was in the beginning. A little yeah. older, but still kind of the same place. Still kind of esteemed. Still, yeah. yeah. Exactly. So this is he's run the gamut, and yeah, there's Chris, change. Crystal Skull would have been like kind of like the tail end of his peak, right? He mm-hmm. had peaked and had. Been probably been there for 10 years and was just like kind of coming to the end of that peak because I think they were, I think at the end of the movie, he was promoted to like dean or yeah. something like that. Yeah, and so yeah, okay. Uh, also, family wise, we find out throughout the movie that Mutt has, has signed up for the service, went to Vietnam, was killed, 
and that led to him and Marion kind of have an, I don't know, they didn't really go into it, but they just couldn't get past that. Yeah. Or he couldn't at least. So that affected their marriage and they were divorcing. So yeah, they had the divorce papers and stuff there on the fridge. All right. So definitely some character development. We're introduced to Basil Shaw. That's his buddy on the train in the 1944 sequence where we've never heard of this guy, but yet he's like his best friend. And uh, they he's kind of the bumbling idiot type sidekick, right? He can't do anything right. He's slow. He's not a fighter. And he's getting caught. Of course, Indy got caught too, but... Yeah. Um, do you think Indiana was there like on assignment or do you think he was like... He had like heard or knew something was going that they were doing. He was like, "Hey, secretly, like went a wall, so to speak, to go get this, mm-hmm. you know, this this spear or the dial." Yeah. Well, we learn in because he was trying to get the spear. Right. That's he didn't know about the dial yet. Mm-hmm. That's what he was on there for. But yeah, we learned in Crystal School that he was. He did serve in World War II, mm-hmm. right? So that's a good theory I hadn't thought of. I was like, yeah, maybe he's he's either on assignment or he's gone rogue to get this spear because that's archaeology is his first passion. So he's gonna yeah, because it was just him. It wasn't yeah. like there was a yeah a group of because I thought at first that there was he was had snuck in, but there was like this contingent mm-hmm. of backup guys by hiding in the trees yeah but that turned out not to be the case and i am i'm like i think he went rogue and i think he just snuck off snuck away to go get this spear mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter yeah. possibly well it sounded it seemed like i don't know the impression i got was that they were teaching together yeah kind of had the love for for history and yeah. and you know the nazis were notorious for destroying all of that and so they're like it seemed like they were focused on the spear, but trying to recover some of that so that it didn't fall into that into the Nazis' hands or whatever. But I don't know. That's an interesting question. Hmm. Yeah. And he mentions that he has a daughter. Like, where they're going to kill him. He's like, no, I have a daughter. So that's kind of the first intro to this goddaughter, Helena Shaw. Mm-hmm. Um, Helena Shaw, Basil's daughter. I don't think we see the mom. No. I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah, but Indy's, they're good enough friends that uh, she's Indy's, or, in, yeah. Indy is hers. Yeah, goddaughter. 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 Uh, so we we're introduced to her, and I had said earlier that I didn't really like her at first. Mm-hmm. Um, but as the movie went on, I was like, I kind of, it sat with me. I kind of sat in that. Like, okay, she's not. Because she deceives Indy at first, right? Mm-hmm. When they first meet, she's like, oh, yeah, remember me? We're, your best friend is my dad, and, you know, I'm back. And and then he, she steals the dial, the half of the dial, mm-hmm. right? So I didn't like her because of that. I think that's probably purposeful, right? You're not supposed to like something yeah. like that. Yeah. But as the movie went on, I, I started to like her. And I really overall didn't have a problem necessarily. Yeah, I, I didn't have a problem with her and what she did. Yeah. It didn't surprise me because in the trailer, you could tell they presented her as someone that they didn't get along, right? Yeah. Because there's that scene in the the Casbah, the bar, where, they, where she's like, I don't know. He's 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 not my godfather. I don't know this guy. So in the beginning when there she's acting like, oh, like, oh, you're so wonderful. And I'm like, ah, oh, she's up to something. <laughs> okay. So because that's not the way they portrayed her in the trailer, mm-hmm. that she was like his 
like a oh, sidekick or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, she's she's up to something. She wants something. She wants she wants something from him, and then she's going to take off or something like that. Okay. <clears throat> All right. What'd you think of Helena Shaw, Blake? Uh, same same impression as you. You know, in the beginning, I didn't I didn't quite like her, and I I don't know why. I, it took me a little while to warm up to her, but maybe I don't know. It, it, and then it it was a little bit weird, like. You know, she steals the the half of the dial and kind of leaves him in that. But like, and movies do this, right? And if you think about it, in reality, it's like, oh my gosh, that's pretty brutal. She left him back with these murderers. Yeah. <laughs> like, see you later, yeah. Godfather. Yeah. And, and I uh, didn't think about that, but I did, as you were saying that. So I can understand why people were like, would be mad. Yeah. yeah. But but then she warms up and is like, all right, she's just a you know kind of you know that. You know that that uh, whatever you know, kind of a little misguided, little whatever, and, yeah. uh, and she warmed up. Yeah, I get that. I I didn't ever even thought about that. That thought didn't occur to me, but I realize now that like, yeah, she totally like left them trapped in that room with those guys <laughs> that just she they'd seen shoot other people. That was yeah. pretty. That's pretty not good. Yeah, yeah. And so you I, had, before we started recording, you had compared her to someone else. Uh, Harrison Ford. Oh yeah. Oh, I was just kind of like, well, when you think about it, I mean, she basically is kind of acting like a ruthless smuggler and who do we know it to be kind of like this, like ruthless kind of all for myself, one for all smuggler guy is Han Solo. So, and like, and therefore, and for the, the money, right. All about the money. Right. So I'm like, and then I just asked the question, like, well, if she doesn't, if she wasn't the way she was portrayed in the movie, then what, and you didn't like that, then what would you have wanted? Yeah. And I don't know what that answer would be. It obviously couldn't be a romantic interest. Yeah. That would just be weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Maybe fellow, she is an archaeologist. Yeah. She'd studied at least. So maybe a peer level. But then they they would compete kind of like what they did anyway. Um, yeah, an enemy like Elsa was in Last Crusade, which she kind of was anyway for a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. To answer that question. Huh. Like what? What would be her role if she was like, "Hey, I'm with you, and we're a team, and let's go find this thing together." I don't know that that would have worked because he didn't want to find it. Yeah. He, he was like, "I don't want anything to do with this thing," and he yeah. had it hidden. Yeah. So I think this is really the only way that they could have really made it, done it so that it was interesting, mm-hmm. right? Any yeah. other way, I would have been like too convenient. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What about another love interest? <laughs> <laughs> no. Instead of Helena Shaw, or like a, and no. <laughs> a 60 year old instead of an 80 year old. Helen, She's a little Helen, younger. Helen yeah, Marin. Helen Marin. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. You, you, I could get behind that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> But Harrison and Helen, Helen Mirren running around. When, aren't they in 1923? Oh, yeah, 1923. Is that Helen Mirren that she's it is. with? Yeah. It is. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So they could have done that adventure and then retired. Actually, uh, that took place before 1923. So yeah, that's never true. Mind. It wouldn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't work. <laughs> Had it been Yellowstone, then yeah, yeah it would have. Uh, so Sala. Sala's back. Yeah, and I he had a it was kind of a cameo type yeah. thing, pretty pretty brief part, but I thought it worked. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Sala's I mean, still Sala. 
I mean, he just like just like Indiana, they've their their age is, is you can see their age, and but they're still. I know there's a part of me that's kind of like I, I was surprised that I would have imagined Salo never leaving, you know, Egypt, Egypt, and where he lived, yeah. right, to come to live in a in a, in a teeny tiny apartment in yeah. New York and a hot. I mean, just you know, but. And he's with all his grandkids. And, yeah, he's with all his apartment. grandkids, and, and it's packed. But you know, and so and and case in point, he's like, I miss the desert. I miss. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, wow. Well, yeah, why did you come? Yeah. I'm sure he had some reasons. Like, but yeah, you know, you know, the environment, the economy. Who knows? You can yeah. make it yeah. up. But yeah. Well, and it did. You know, when he drops him off at the airport, and he's like, you know, <laughs> let me go with you. I, yeah, I want another yeah, adventure, yeah. and I kind of thought. I mean, obviously, logistically, that wouldn't have really worked for the yeah. story. But little part of me is like, let the guy come along with you. I one mean, last adventure. Yeah. But it would have been fun if he had, like, maybe went and then, like, had a, like, did do something that helped him out. But then he's like, I got to get back to New York. <laughs> oh, yeah. <It's laughs> <sucks>. Grandkids. <laughs> he blows out his knee or something. Yeah. Like, and he's oh, like, this isn't for me. Go on without me. <laughs> yeah. 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 So he's he has his appearance there. Uh, Shows up with some camels. Yeah, I got the camels. <laughs> oh, that's, oh that's why he got them. And way back when. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, the villain Jurgen Voller, Doctor Schmidt. He rebranded as Doctor Schmidt mm. for the. I guess he works for the CIA now. Yeah. In the current time. Yeah, I that was what that was interesting. The whole they were the CIA was helping him, right? They're like helping, because he built help, something for the rocket. He built yeah, something he helped, for the rocket, so they're like helping and, him with his passion project or yeah. whatever. Well, like. is, was that the deal? I think so. It's supposed to be that, that the the one CIA agent was like, okay, we're going to help you do whatever it is you're trying to do, but because you did this thing for U.S. But but she didn't seem. I mean, she did. But obviously, his goons were shooting people, mm-hmm. and she doesn't pull out her gun right then and there and be like because they just murdered you know like these civilians yeah Yeah. and she's just like hey hey do that again (laughs) you're not supposed to do that yeah yeah bad people (laughs) yeah well i think it's referencing the like when the nazis were dethroned a lot of the scientists came to the u.s and right started working on a lot of science stuff for the because she they they didn't get on the plane to fly to and that's where she ends up getting shot, right? Well, in Tangier, in, yeah. When there, she's even she even even after all that happens, they get on a plane and chase after Harrison Ford, and are continue to look for him for helped him get this whatever it is he she believes he's looking for. Mm-hmm. So that part, I was like, man, yeah, CIA is kind of ruthless. Yeah. <clears throat> so how'd you guys like him as the villain? Do you feel like he was? competent resourceful i really like that actor uh mads mads mickelson yeah Yeah. i i really like him as an actor yeah um ever since the james bond movie Mm -hmm. that that was the first time i saw him yeah i was like wow this guy's yeah he's a creepy dude he's a good bad guy Mm -hmm. yeah uh and then i've seen him in other films and i i really i really like him and 
I mean, I think he did great in this, and I think he could have even done more. Yeah. I think they've had, yeah. had him been more. Like, menacing. even a little bit more. Like, there there was that scene that I thought was a really good scene when he's talking to the uh, to the waiter. Yeah. And and he, you know, and you could just like, oh, man, you're a, you're a racist guy, man. <laughs> yeah. and, but maybe even a little bit more of that, like, just, you know, because he, he seemed evil and racist and all of that but still kind of harmless as he pursued his you know main it would have been yeah cool to see a little bit more of that evil come out on the side a little more ruggedness because i mean come on that part where he gets whacked (laughs) (laughs) that was one of my favorite things like i mean i i went out loud in the theater i was like ooh, (laughs) me too i'm like he's not coming back from that so i was the entire movie i'm waiting for him to like pull off like a mask or or something or or a piece of his face and he's like this is why i hate you and (laughs) like his jaws like hanging out or some crazy thing like that agree agree and it never happened i'm like how did that guy not so much get a mark from that getting clobbered like that on the train i know everyone's asking that question yeah. i think that was a miss a little bit at least have like a, a, a scar. grizzly scar yeah. or something yeah a big scar going down his face yeah. how is he not walking with a cane or, <laughs> or even in a wheelchair man because yeah. he was just walking around like that never happened yeah i liked him i thought he was a good match for indy like they're both after the same archaeology history they want to change or be involved in history yeah so, well, and, and yeah, there's kind of the, the, the history and then the math and, and both of them kind of, you know, um, from each of those different sides of academia, that was, that was kind of cool. Yeah. I thought he was good. Definitely wanted, like you said, more of him. Um, then we got Teddy Kumar, uh, Helena's short round. That's how I saw him. <laughs> yeah, and I appreciated the symmetry between. Kind of, he, he got picked up the same way, right? So yeah, she's like, he's trying to steal my there. my pocket, pick my pocket. Yeah, so I can appreciate that. But he wasn't as good as short round. Yeah, no, not yeah. He grew yeah. on you, but yeah. not as good. He's older than short yeah. round would have been. But mm-hmm. yeah, I I mean, what did you think of the plane? Him flying the plane? Oh, it was a reach. <laughs> <laughs> Going from like practicing with some props or some yeah. plates or whatever he was doing to yeah. actually flying it. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, oh, well, yeah. all right. So he's kind of a tag along the whole time. It's like, yeah. oh, there he is. Oh, he got kidnapped. Dang it. Yeah. <laughs> but he was, yeah, he was all right. But uh, then Marion Ravenwood Jones. Brief appearance, uh, but I really appreciated the end that she, she was there at the end. Because it reminded me how much I, that is Marion. That's the true character of Marion that we mm-hmm. saw, right? Yeah, yeah, Not absolutely. what we saw in Crystal's Club. There no. were glimpses like we talked about, but definitely yeah. that was not Marion. Yeah. This is Marion. Yep. <clears throat> so I'm glad, we, I'm glad we got to see that a little bit. I wish a little bit more screen time for her, but I don't know how that would work or where that would yeah. fit in, but <clears throat> excuse me. I thought it was a good addition, the ending there. 
I also you, you don't have mine here, but I also like Antonio Banderas's character. Right? Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was good. But but that was another one where I'm just like, man, it does not pay to be Indiana Jones's friend, <laughs> right? Like if he ever called me up, like, hey, remember that favor? <laughs> right? I'd be like, no. That and that was gonna I was gonna bring that up. I don't know if you have it separated out, but I I I thought this movie was pretty violent. I yes, th- I thought it was pretty violent. It was like. Like the old ones. Like the old ones. Mm-hmm. Like people getting shot and blood, and you saw blood. Mm-hmm. I was like, a lot of people were shot. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, wow. I was like, almost like maybe more than I would have liked to have seen or used to, yeah. right? But, um, man, th- they were just shooting everybody. I, everybody was just shooting everybody. I, I was like, and and when his that character gets shot, I was like, it really was like, Man, as you just said, that's this is not good. This yeah. is like rough. That was surprising. Yeah, yeah. It's surprising because it's Antonio Banderas. You're like, you can't shoot up yeah. Antonio. He doesn't Banderas. go down like, that easy. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, I yeah. thought. You know, I mean, like maybe he gets like in a life threatening situation, yeah. right? Where and they like they leave him to like, oh, they leave him on the boat to the boat's sinking and he's stuck on it. Yeah. But then right before you see him figure out a way, oh, well, they pop up and grab a life raft or something like that. Right. And they figure out. But, I mean, I'm like, man, they're, man, they're killing a lot of people in this movie. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. poor innocent teacher lady and yeah. the yeah, admin like, guy. What, what are you guys doing back here? <laughs> Bam! Boom! Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> they could have just been like, we're a friend of, you know, Dr. Jones. We're just waiting yeah. for him. Tied her, tied her up to yeah. a desk or something. <laughs> no, we're just blowing people's hearts out in this movie. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the MacGuffin. First it was the Lance of Longus? Long. Longinus. 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 Or the Spear of Destiny. (laughs) I like that better. And it was the spear that allegedly pierced the side of Christ as he was hanging on the cross. I don't think they referenced any power to it like the other artifacts. No, I think it was just kind of like supposed to be something of historical significance. Yeah. Um, The Nazis had it and Indy finds it eventually, but then they realize it's a fake. Yeah. As a side note, there's a comic book story written in 1995 called Indiana Jones and the Spear of Destiny that dealt with this. Yeah. Set in 1945 about how he tries to recover the spear, but he doesn't. It like, goes the way of the cup, the grail cup, mm. like gets covered up by the earth and he doesn't get it. Mm. Something like that. I haven't read it. But uh, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Like the reference. Yeah. But then that leads to the Dial of Destiny, Archimedes um, thing, (laughs) Dial. (laughs) Uh, And it's a device that locates time fissures that allow individuals to travel through time. In Um, theory. In theory. And we've kind of talked about the time travel already. Uh, I I felt like it was plausible enough for Indiana Jones movie that it worked. Yeah. And... This is based on a real artifact that has was found. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I think is cool. This mm-hmm. is something that is actually does exist. Of course, they have no idea what it was, and it's what it, was, it does. What it does, and it, but they looked at it and they found it and they dated it, and they're like, 
I, we didn't think that they had this kind of technology mm-hmm. based off of how old this artifact is. So yeah. it's scientists, I believe, till to this day are perplexed. Yeah. Um, the the gears and everything that this thing does. Um, I mean, of course, if the date that they have it is right, it should be something that was so old it would have been way more advanced than what anyone would have had at that time. So yeah. I think that's really cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a good good tie in there yeah and it's called an antikythera yeah um, nicely done yeah so uh and it was supposedly created by archimedes and archimedes was an ancient greek mathematician that lived in the 200 bc era he was a mathematician physicist engineer astronomer inventor from the ancient city of syracuse which we kind of mm-hmm. visited in sicily uh, he's regarded as one of the leading scientists in classical antiquity, considered the greatest mathematician of ancient history, and one of the greatest of all time. And he died during the siege of Syracuse, mm. which was depicted in the film. So that's the background stuff. So the events, um, the prologue adventure, we've got into that. I liked the motorcycle chase to the train. That was cool. Yeah. The, that was the Nazis. So at the beginning, he's captured by the Nazis, and he's, He's hung. He's being hanged, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. That was oh, yeah, yeah. pretty intense. What do you think of the bomb dropping through the roof? <laughs> yeah. Or were you like, oh, well, come on. You knew it wasn't going to blow him up. Yeah. <laughs> but it was fun. It was humorous because you know it's not going to happen, but it kind of gets you some tension. You're like, oh, he's got to escape that. How's he going to escape that? Yeah. He's hanging by his neck by a rope. What do you do? Yeah. So I had that element. And yeah. then it's just kind of some funny stuff in my mind. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. So... Uh, and then they get on the train and all that stuff. Then the main story is what we've been talking about. Helena Shaw shows up, the the dial of destiny, Jurgen's after it. And she just wants to sell it. Yeah. And she's already got a buyer for it, right? Yeah. And she's for like two hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like all that. And yeah. it's like Yeah, I know money was worth more <laughs> then, but two hundred thousand dollars was a lot. Yeah. Or not time. a lot to sell out uh, your godfather. Yeah. <laughs> right. For a time traveling device. Yeah. Um, so as far as this main story goes, what do you guys think of how it played out? Did it make sense? Cause it seems like there was a lot of, oh, we got to get the dial the, with the one half of the dial. They get it, but it's stolen. Oh, well, I know where we can go to find out, to get the tablet, to find out where the other half is. They go to the tablet, the bad guys show up and then they escape. And then they get the other half and then the bad guys show up and then they escape, right? It's a lot of. They get there first, but then the bad guys steal it and yeah. overcome it. And so it's kind of repetitive that way, but it was still pretty action packed. And it was, you know, there wasn't like a lot of downtime, a lot yeah. of chase. And I don't know, was he trying, Harrison Ford didn't seem like he was interested in getting the dial. He just wanted to keep his goddaughter from getting in trouble. He, cause he was just like, what are you involved in? What's going on? And he's following her. Right. She's the one who wants it. In the beginning, though. Yeah. And I, I, at first, I don't think he really cares, right? But then it turns, does it, doesn't, you correct me if I'm wrong, but it does it turn into this whole, well, we got to, we got to get it all together and find it to keep it out of the hands of the bad guys yeah. kind of a yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. But isn't she still really always still trying to find it? Because ultimately she's, she wants to sell it. She's always, it's not till the very end that she's kind of like, mm-hmm. 
oh wow this thing actually works yeah and if she kind of has that change in character right yeah when i think when uh, teddy gets kidnapped and they go to the tomb that's when things start to change for her and her perspective yeah. That's true. That's right. Or, or, well, even maybe when they're on the boat, you know, because yeah, she kind of goes through yeah. that whole posturing of, and the dynamite. And that's right. And I think that's when she's kind of like, oh, maybe the stakes are higher here. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, she, either way, she, she definitely doesn't want them because whether she believes in what it does or not, uh, it, having someone, having them get it removes all possibility of her either selling it or. Mm-hmm. Or, which is, I think, ultimately her goal. But she definitely changes yeah. her attitude. But mm-hmm. what did you guys think of the tuck tuck? That was cool. Yeah, the I chase. thought it was. Cool. That was cool. It was cool, but that you know, it was one of those scenes where there were times where you're like, "Oh, they just put fast forward on that." You know, like it's sitting <laughs> around. And you're like, yeah, "They're just fast forwarding the scene." <laughs> I, there were some times when you could could tell that but oh, but yeah. that was pretty fun you know i thought it was great it was it was I fun to watch it. yeah 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 you always got to have a good chase scene yeah like raiders it was the horse chasing the the caravan yeah uh temple of doom was the mine car chase yeah last crusade was the motorcycle chase yeah crystal skull was the through the jungle with Jeep those jungle yeah. yeah and then we got this so does it match up does it hold its own is it I thought it was great. It was I liked fun. it. Yeah. And I loved how they were like telling him, no, you're going the wrong way. And he's just kind of like, this This takes place in Tangier, yeah. is it? Yeah. yeah. And he's just like, he's taking all these roads and just completely ignoring them. Yeah. Like he's like, really? You're going to tell me where to go? He's <laughs> yeah. like, mm-hmm. do you know who I am? Yeah. I know my way around every place. Yeah. I like, that was the impression I got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you guys think of throughout this main story, especially in the Tangier part? He's got his hat, his fedora, his coat, his whip, his bag. In 1944, 35, whatever, I thought it fit really well. But in 1969, it oh. was it just was like, this is weird. Like he's not. Yeah. He's still dressing like, like a, yeah, he's outdated yeah. in his clothing. Yeah. Hmm. I, didn't, I didn't. That didn't strike me. Okay. I didn't really think about it, but now, you know, yeah. I mean... It's just everyone's Again, dressed in saying. more modern clothes. Yeah. Because so they should have been wearing like a track suit or <laughs> yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> track <laughs> suit. Should have had an afro. <laughs> yeah. With a, with a head, Nike headband on it. Yeah. <laughs> Nike running shoes. But I don't know what I would want him to wear, though. Because if he's not wearing the hat and stuff, it's like, that's not Indian. Yeah. What's yeah. he wearing? Yeah. Blue jean bell bottoms <laughs> and yeah. a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Tie-dye t-shirt. Tie-dye t-shirt. <laughs> but it just looked uh, like out of place. So, yeah. No, I didn't. Uh, the, I never. I mean, I still dress like I. Like <laughs> 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 you go boy jeans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I still dress the same as I did. I, I, do we ever really change once? Yeah. That's you a know, good point. So it doesn't bother me. Uh, I wouldn't expect him being the kind of guy who keeps up with fashion. Yeah. The hat, I guess, would be considered a little outdated, right? Yeah. Definitely no one's wearing fedoras in the 60s. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but the, 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 the satchel, the whip, I just look at that as tools of the trade for himself. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And I did like the Archimedes tomb scene. Mm-hmm. I did. It's got the like traps that. and the yeah. secret. Like, I don't know if necessarily secret, but got the bugs and bugs, stuff. And, yeah, yeah. 
I got to get to the tomb. Oh, yeah, the it, bugs. It, I love that. It did feel just a little bit hurried, though, you know, mm-hmm. like it did start to feel just a little procedural and like we didn't spend quite enough time in there. So it felt like you were like just it was a formality. Yeah. Uh, that that could have been just a little longer. Like, all right, let's spend a little time in this world. But yeah. 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 But I mean, it Willie was Scott, cool. Willie Scott was having bugs crawling her for like 10 minutes. I know. And then she had to reach in and stuff and yeah. grab stuff and stuff grabbing her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can understand the disappointment that there wasn't more of it, but that's because, you know, you really like, and I love the bugs. I yeah. thought that was like, oh man, what a great Easter egg callback. To mm-hmm. And this time they're like, I mean, these were, pretty real looking bugs mm. compared to yeah and um ants and yeah <laughs> yeah um one thing i was kind of a little bummed and we've talked about this in general is in the trailer you see like a big round spherical ball yeah like you see helena like use like a like a bar or something and it falls and it starts to roll and that obviously wasn't in the movie yeah I was like, oh, we didn't get the that, yeah, cool. that oh, Easter yeah. egg, but there. If you watch one of the trailers, there's a, a like a two three second shot of this big this you know stone ball rolling down a thing, and you're like, oh, dang yeah, it. yeah. What was that about? Yeah. So they did have a lot of reshoots with this movie, <laughs> so that's part of why it costs so much. But uh, I hope we get some sort of like deleted scene. Mm-hmm. And that we yeah. get to see that. Mm-hmm. That'd have been cool. Yeah. Uh, so they find the tomb of Archimedes, and they re- the other half of the dials in there. But they also see he has a wristwatch on. Yeah. So what do you guys think about that? It's like he's a time traveler. Yeah, I thought it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the wings on the sarcophagus yeah. on the front. Yeah. I thought I I liked it. I thought it was cool. So, <clears throat> but then the bad guys show up. The Nazis show up. Still, it's. Yeah, you know what? I didn't put that, but now that you guys mentioned it, you're right. That is kind of annoying that they're like, he's got it, they show up and take it. And then they go somewhere else and then they show up. It's It was kind of, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I could get Kind it. of that argument of like, you're doing all their work for them. If you just maybe got out of the way, <laughs> right. they'd never find they'd it. They'd never find it. They just yeah. keep following you. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Uh, as far as so the time travel paradox, I wanted to talk a little bit about that. Like he, they go back in time, they shoot down the plane. Uh, Helena and Indy parachute out, and then the Nazis die when the plane crashes. Um, so I thought initially, like, look, here's they were like, here's the dial to Archimedes, and he takes it. And I thought that was going to create like a time loop, like. Mm-hmm. They they found it because they gave it to him in the first place, and then he died and you know hit it, but then they found it and gave it you know so it was like this repeating thing right, but that's not what happened. Like he created it, they gave it to they they found it. But did then did they, they give it to him? I remember the the line of make him make his own or something. Yeah, and I I don't know what that meant. Did they take it with them or yeah. did? Yeah. And that was another question. Is that I imagine because they didn't leave it with him, as mm-hmm. far as we know. Did we see it after Helena punches him out? Because they were going to take it back. Mm-hmm. They decided that. But then we don't know what happens to it, do we? Gosh, I thought they kept it. I, yeah, that's yeah. kind of what I, I thought. It was too. assumed that they kept it. Well, I, I thought you saw it. I thought it was like laying on the table, but oh, like yeah, an yeah. ashtray or You're something. Right. But I, the back at the apartment, we saw it. 
Yeah, I yeah. thought that was the case, okay. but maybe not because it's been a couple of weeks since I've seen no, it. I remember now you brought it up. It's on the table. Yeah. The end table or something. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Okay. S- together or split apart? I together. Can't yeah. Okay. But yeah, Archimedes, like, they, they take it. Well, mm-hmm. don't don't they need it? They, well, no, I guess they did. It shows the rift still open. Yeah. And, and they're like, oh, to we got to get back. It's closing. That yeah. kind of a thing. But. Yeah. He obviously looked at it and was like, "Eureka! I'm something like, like, like uh, Back to the Future." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I finally made something that worked. <laughs> I think that's why they were showing it to him because they'd be like, "Hey, you keep doing what you're doing; it's working." Yeah, but if and then he gets the watch from one of the Nazis, right? From uh, from the bad guy Jurgen. Val- Val- yeah, it's his watch. Okay, yeah, he he goes to hand it to him, though he has the watch and the thing and he's giving it back to him so but obviously the watch got left behind mm-hmm. i do remember that mm-hmm. he's trying to hand him both things to him so he's not a time traveler he enabled the time travelers to do it yeah that's a good question he's not i mean are the rifts only up in the sky could they be yeah. anywhere because yeah. it's something that oh it, it seems like it's something well this particular and apparently they only open this all this does is predict when a rift would open which who knows how often that could be that could be the next rift may not open for another hundred years who i i don't know yeah yeah, yeah. it could or it could open at the bottom of the ocean or <laughs> yeah. it could open up in the sky so yeah mm-hmm. i don't it's not something that you could just like manipulate it and time travel it all else it did was show you well, when a door open well right? but yeah. but didn't uh didn't valor or whatever i mean he calculated how to get back to 19 you know what he thought whatever gonna, yeah. what he thought was going to be and then there was the whole you know you forgot drift. about the continental drift i don't even know what that is but i'm every time i'm late i'm gonna start saying that now yeah forgot about the continental drift <laughs> dang it now we're late blake but, where was that report oh continental drift continental drift yeah but that's but, a big jump from 1936 to 200 bc yeah, yeah. <laughs> because of the continental drift yeah well and then there was the whole like oh he just built this so that people would come back to this time and i I don't know. I was like, yeah, I don't know. The continents were, had probably only drifted about eight inches between <laughs> yeah. 200 BC and, yeah, <laughs> and right. today. You know, uh, I don't think that the because I mean they're talking billion. It took billions of years for the one landmass to separate into. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I uh, we need more information. Nah, <laughs> dude, we need to we see need a, the math. We need a behind prequel. This. I mean, I thought it was cool, and I. Th- I, I was like, I could, I, when he wanted to stay and you know, we also talked about earlier before we all got into this, we were talking about the, like the dragon. Oh, it's a dragon. I thought that was kind of like, Oh, come on. Like they weren't shocked at all to see a flying plane. plane. They just immediately (laughs) was like, Oh, it's a dragon. Kill the dragon. (laughs) Like they've seen dragons all the time. Like that in itself was a normal thing, but, and them hitting the plane with the spears. I was like, no, come on. But, um, but I, I was like, I appreciated him. I mean, he was like, he really wanted to stay. Yeah. And I was I like, I thought he was going to stay. I was like, yeah, is he going to so stay? Too. Is like, he going to wow, stay? Yeah. How are they going to do this? I don't know. I kind of want him to stay, but 
because you can tell he's like, there's nothing back for me. I've got no one. Like my wife's gone. I've lost my son. This is where I'll be happy if I stay. So you kind of like, yeah, let him stay. But yeah. do you yeah. think it was the right move to clock him and bring well, him back? It yeah. was mid-war. You know, it's not like he was like, hey, this is a nice <laughs> and Archimedes, you know, prairie I'll live on. Yeah, and Archimedes did die in that war, so it wasn't like he was going to get to hang out with him unless he saved him. And yeah. I guess he could say, hey, you die today, <laughs> so let's get out of here. Yeah, we're leaving. Yeah. Yeah. I no, think, I'm, I'm glad it worked out the way it did. Yeah, I think it was the right move to yeah. um, bring him back. Um, so he, he comes back, he wakes up, and Marion shows up. They reconcile. What did you think of that that final sequence between them? Yeah. Too contrived? Was it good? No, I thought it was understated. I thought yeah. it was I thought it was perfect, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. I liked it. She came in. You could tell that there was still a lot of love there. A lot of heartbreak, but still a lot of like like, you know, connection there that had never had gone away, but just dealing with life had been so hard for them but in the end those are the two that you hope would always end up being together mm-hmm. and you know the one that he always expressed that was his number one you know yeah. so I, I i i thought it was great yeah and i love the little like you know at the beginning he takes the magnet and covers <laughs> yeah. her face and then when she's, standing, she's looking at the paper he's kind of like shoves it, it, over. Moves it over it moves it over yeah <laughs> nothing to see here. yeah well and, and that compared that scene compared to like the wedding scene in crystal skull yeah where it was kind of like everything's together and everything's working out great and this is just you know like like i say it's a lot more subtle i, I liked it yeah 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 okay uh, we have talked about some of the themes already, but there is a quote from James Mangold, the director that I want to read, to bring up. It says, the film is not about aging per se, but time. The way time travels for all of us, the way we all get older as the world changes around us. And I thought that, that was pretty good representation of yeah. what we saw. And kind yeah. of what I was referencing earlier, yeah. like it's, yeah. it's inevitable. We're all going to get old. Mm-hmm. Life will move on. We'll all end up, you know kind of by we could potentially all end up you know not by ourselves but not necessarily constantly surrounded by our family because everyone kind of moves on mm-hmm. you know yeah well and i i mean it he as after watching it you kind of think about all of those and that quote's kind of cool you think about all the scenes like you know him going against the parade on the horse and him going trying to outrun a locomotive on a horse and and all these all these thematic, you know, kind of visuals around age again, you know, yeah. against the passing times and or the, you know, that's cool. Yeah. Yep. He did a good job with that. Another theme was family. Um, and I, for me, it stood out that Indy didn't want to go back in time to, for fortune and glory, which is where he started out with temple of doom. Um, but to save his son from dying. Right. And when he talked about that with Helena on the ship, oh, boat, yeah, yeah. that was a pretty powerful moment, especially it was. as a dad who has a son, right? You're like, oh, yeah. yeah, I'd save my son too. You know, so that was a pretty powerful statement. I, and I liked it because it brought in Mutt, yeah. His, yeah, his son, but it didn't really, we didn't have to like have him be there <laughs> yeah. in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a fitting goodbye to him, right? To that character. Yeah. So yeah. I, I thought it worked really well. Yeah. And they had to address him. Yeah. And that killing him in the Vietnam War was not anything that I 
would have imagined. Yeah, that's thought. a pretty yeah. bold move. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Well, and I, I did wonder, okay, so Crystal Skull was all about those two reconciling. And you're like, after all this time, they've reconciled. They're finally together. Nothing's going to break this up. Yeah. And so I was wondering how they would handle that. Yeah. And uh, it, it actually worked out really. I mean, it was it was a really smooth way to handle it. You know, like, oh, okay, I totally get that. And now, yeah, I don't know. It it made sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Favorite parts? Uh, we've talked about all of them, but yeah. I'll just list mine. The opening chase scene from the motorcycle, the car to the motorcycle to the train. Archimedes' tomb, I thought was very classic indie, even though he's 80 years old at that point. Uh, Indy and Marion reconciling, I thought it was too short. The idea of a dial of destiny and that whole MacGuffin, I thought was... It was pretty good. Yeah. It was fun. And then Jürgen Voller as the villain. I thought he was great. Yeah. It's my favorite parts. What about for you guys? Do you have some favorite parts to stand out that you liked? So so I liked the scene, you know, with, where she was trying to sell half the dial and, and you know, it kind of was a bit of a throwback at the table and he's like, everybody back and, you know, he's got a drop and then the handoffs back and forth of the dial through that. Mm-hmm. That was that was a fun scene. Um I loved it when Valor got hit by whatever that was. <laughs> the water tower. That was that was pretty awesome. Uh, you know, just just that whole first sequence, the hanging scene, and all of that. That yeah. it, it was it was really fun to watch. Yeah. Like y'all say, oh, that maybe in a few years they. I mean, I hope they don't, but <laughs> maybe they could do an Indiana Jones with CGI. That's like an early adventure that actually would look all right. But gosh, nowadays I nothing. Yeah. I anything's possible with AI and everything. Yeah, you'll be able to just like, hey, write a script with you know. Yeah, and, and produce a mo- produce a movie <laughs> about, and it'll be done. Yeah, I know, right? Um, um, and then the the one other one was uh, uh, it, like in the plane when they're going, and he's all dressed in his it, Valor's dressed all in his Nazi garb and ready for his grand entrance, and then. You know, Indiana Jones is like, you forgot about the Continental Train. <laughs> Even though that was kind of hokey, but it's like, I always love it when, you know, the villain is about to win and then for their, their the cause of their own undoing, yeah. and they start to realize it and they're starting to calculate, wait a minute, hold up, what? <laughs> uh, that was, yeah. you know, that's a fun scene. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I enjoyed all that. I enjoyed what you listed here. Opening chase scene was great. Opening the, the, I love the motorcycle scene and the, he's the Nazis in the sidecar and he rams them into the tree. (laughs) I love it. So brutal. I loved it. I loved it. I was like, Oh, that's awesome. Uh, I love that whole sequence and the big 50 cal, you know, anti, the oh, turret yeah. gun on the train and how it's shooting yeah. and it's going through the curve and it's yeah. blasting all through the train. That's pretty sweet. I was like, and they're hanging off the side. <laughs> Just picking them all yeah. off. Yeah. I, and that was like pretty intense and I liked it. And that, that whole fight, uh, you know, on the top of the train and then him, you know, getting toffed off the side. Yeah. And I, uh, I did really like the, uh, and then the bar, you know, the, the restaurant cantina scene and, and that whole tut tut, chasing i thought was great i liked it uh, you know i thought it was cool to see him go underwater we'd never really yeah, seen him. the scuba dive scene and and into the, the, eels. the eels you know the basically water snakes right snakes, yeah. yeah i thought that was great i yeah. love the tomb 
Uh, I love the end. Yeah, a lot, a lot of great scenes. Really, really like this movie. Yep. All right, least favorite parts. They're kind of nitpicky and not really that bad. Helena Shaw, like we talked about at first, I didn't like her. Yeah. And kind of why why a goddaughter? Like, what's I don't know. We we talked about her role. What else could it be? Yeah. But overall, it's fine. Yeah. So. India's a sad old man. <laughs> I'm tired of the trope that the, our heroes and our scrubs, when they get old, they're we had it late. with last yet. We had it actually with the Force Awakens, right? Same situation. Han Solo's divorced or separated from <clears throat> Leia. Their son's a murderer. <laughs> their son's <laughs> the Lord, evil guy in the universe. Yeah. All our heroes just get <laughs> and when they when they when they remake these movies or turn yeah. our heroes into he, he was still more likable than Mutt though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kylo Ren, Mutt, uh, Kylo Ren, and then Luke and Last Jedi. Kind of, I don't know. I, he didn't bother me that much, but it's similar thing. Yeah. He doesn't want to help out his friends. Yeah. And I we got it. Indy. So I, I don't know. I just wish there was more. He's no short round. <laughs> yeah. And then Teddy, the sidekick, he's no short round. Indy. Oh, and he is an old man running around. <laughs> like you, it was like some, the way he moved. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, like, I mean, you, Crystal Square, you're like, oh, he's getting kind of old. And then in this movie, like, he's old. He is old. <laughs> yeah. Old. I'm glad they didn't show him get on that horse. <laughs> yeah. They just cut to him on the horse. <laughs> yeah. Right. Could you see that? He's like, <laughs> he takes the cop's horse, and the cop's like, hey, old man, get off my horse. Yeah. And he's just like, it shows him trying to get away, and the cop just reaches over and just holds on to him, just like pulls him off. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think they probably had stuntmen to do just yeah. his walking scenes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, his running scenes. Yeah, the running scenes. But, you know, it's... Yeah. I wish... So, I, ultimately, I wish this movie would have been made in 2013 in 20, instead yeah. of 2023. Mm. I think well, I mean, yeah. This is, should have been the Crystal Skull movie, right? Yeah. I mean, that's really what it boils Crystal down Skull to should it. have been done in the 90s. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. really not done at all, but... <laughs> But they, yeah, yeah. So that, I think that's the ultimate problem there. Yeah. Any? Do you guys have any least favorite parts? Yeah. So, so you kind of mentioned it. You know, when they, when they, you always think about like, man, if if you could go back to one of those early wars with a big bomber, like, <laughs> oh my gosh, they'd be scared to death. And and it was like, as that huge plane comes in, they, for for them to be like able to respond to that so quickly and yeah. so accurately yeah. shoot something down going two hundred miles, that would be like, what yeah. in the world is happening? Impossible. Yeah, you know. Yeah. The fastest thing I've ever shot goes thirty miles an right. hour, on a and guy on a horse. Yeah, and uh, so so that was that part was just a little bit, a little bit weird, um, and then. You say, you know, he's no short round, but I, we were talking about this a little earlier too. Like, I think if this movie had been done, like if they were producing it now, they probably would have been like, oh my gosh, we got to bring short round back Mm -hmm. because of, you know, everything er everywhere all at once and, and kind of his resurgence and everything. And, um, I, I imagine what this, I love this movie. So it's almost like, I wish there were. There was also, I don't know. I could do another Indiana Jones in two years with short round. Yeah, <laughs> like just give it to me. Yeah, but uh, they can make it work. 
That's right. <laughs> have him have Ki Hui Kwan be the the main character. Yeah. Right? And yeah. he's just like, hey, you should go here and do this. Yeah. That's right. I'll stay at home. <laughs> Least favorite parts. Yeah. I mean, I didn't have a problem with Helena, but I, as I had mentioned earlier, I do get some of the points why people are like, thought that like the way they did. Um, what that plane scene, just, just her turning to him and saying, hey, can you fly that plane? I was like, <laughs> that was like. Uh, no, not really believable. With Teddy, with yeah, Teddy, her yeah. turning to Teddy and go, "Hey, jump in that little plane over there, <laughs> follow us, and fo- follow us." Like, what? Come on! <laughs> All because he plays with this made toy thing, you know, in the bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like whatever. And uh, but short run could have flown. But they did. Yeah. Uh, but they Absolutely. did. I guess there was the pilot who was asleep in the back of the plane that popped yeah. up, right? Yeah, and that that was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, and, and then, of course, the, the giant arrows uh, shooting the planes. And then what was, there was, uh, what else did I, like, I, again, like, the the, the main bad guy, like, Jurgen. Jurgen getting hit with the water tower and, like, just showing up, like, uh, like, nothing happened, nothing wrong, not even a limp. I was yeah. like, come on, guys. <laughs> but, like, I, I don't know. I, I, I. The thing I don't have a problem with with like old Indy because he's old, so it's kind of like, yeah, I get it, but that is what it is. It I is mean, it is. it is what it is. Yeah. So I agree yeah. with you in respect of that. They should have made this movie twenty years ago, yeah, uh, instead of now. But, um, yeah, I it, yeah, that's okay. So this is this makes Crystal Skull as being the only movie that doesn't have Nazis as the bad guys. Yeah. So sounds like I bet Nazis. the aliens were well, Nazis though. <laughs> no, Temple of Doom. Nazi aliens. Nazis oh yeah, Temple, Temple of Doom. Doom. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So, but it seems like uh, Nazis are the go-to villain. Well, <laughs> they work yeah. well. That's the thing. It's just that's the time period during while yeah. he was alive. They were mm-hmm. a significant thing during that time period. So, yeah, yeah. Did you like? Do you like the Nazis as bad guys? I mean, I don't have a problem with them as bad guys. <laughs> they are bad guys. Well, <laughs> it is. I mean, it is. Uh, whenever it's, it's almost like okay. I hope the bad guy gets it. But then when you hear the bad guy is also a Nazi, you're like, oh well, geez. <laughs> now I hope he gets Explodes. rammed into a tree. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. You know. yeah. Gets his face blown off. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's you might someone could be like, really Nazis again, but mm, yeah. it's just kind of like, well, that's the time that the, all of these events took place, basically. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yeah, okay, I liked them too. Uh, final rankings. Oh, is this your final this ranking? Is, these are my final rankings. All right, let's, this is wow. the thing that started. Is this changing? It's changing. Cause little backstory. Okay. okay. Is after the last last episode, I ranked Temple or yeah Temple of Doom. Temple was Doom was your number one yeah, last been, time. It's been number one ever since I, we saw it. Okay. Um, then it was Last Crusade, and then Crystal Skull, and then Raiders. And then that night, <laughs> I was I kept thinking about it, uh-huh. and I woke up in the middle of the night to like go to the bathroom or something, and then I <laughs> laid down. And I was like. Am I really gonna place Raiders last? What am I thinking? <laughs> so I, I like thought about it for a half hour or so in the middle of the night. <laughs> That's so funny. But then I saw this uh, like a week later. Uh-huh. I was like, okay. And everything changed except for my first one. 
uh, after I watched this movie because we saw that pr- the prelude, the prologue with Indy and the Nazis and just how yeah. fun that was to watch. I was like, yes, that is Indiana Jones, right? Yeah. That type of thing. And then Marion at the end, I mentioned it earlier, like that, that's Marion. That's the Marion we should, we want, right? Not mm-hmm. necessarily the Crystal School. Yeah. With Crystal School, it's like, oh, Marion's back. Sweet. I like Marion. But it wasn't like the real Marion, I guess you could say. So my rankings, Temple of Doom first. Okay. Raiders bumped up to second. From fourth. From fourth. Wow. Big jump. Last Crusade. Dial of Destiny. Crystal Skull's last. And Crystal Skull started out two. Two. All right. That's a good list. And I think I was struggling with it because if I have Crystal Skull last, that means I don't like it. But that's not the case. No. It's just, you know. Of the five. Of the five, that's my least favorite. Yeah. But it's still a favorite. Yeah. So, yeah, and that's so I had to come to Jesus moment, and, <laughs> or come to come to a lost ark moment. Yeah, <laughs> the holy grail so that's, moment. That's that's my ranking: Temple of Doom, Raiders, Last Crusade. I'll go next. Um, so for me, and I I know I kind of copped out by saying, oh, the first three are all number one, and then Crystal Skulls four. That's that's kind of a cop out. So I'll I'll commit to an order. Uh, I'll say, I'll say Last Crusade one. I'll Raiders two, Temple three, Dial four, and Crystal Skull five. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think that's. It could change tomorrow, but (laughs) but that's what I'll go with tonight. I'll go Raiders Crusade first. Oh, Crusade first. I think Crusade is just kind of brings. For me, Crusade is like it takes everything that was good and. In Raiders and everything that was good in Temple and kind of like come, hitting on all cylinders. Yeah, everything's the perfect yeah. mix. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so I'll do Crusade one, Raiders two, Doom three, Destiny four. Even I mean, and again, that doesn't mean like to your point, Destiny's not a bad movie. Yeah. I I like it, but yeah. it's but I have to put it in the context of well, it's it's this it's Indiana's chapter of life is he's older so you don't we it's not the indiana jones it's not the young indiana jones and get to see him do all the things we love to see but that doesn't mean it's a bad movie it's different yeah and skull i mean obviously i'm not a fan of crystal skull but it it is an indiana jones movie and you know i don't absolutely hate it i definitely would watch crystal skull over a lot of other movies so (laughs) yeah yeah so that would be my list cool yeah so uh, for me, Temple, Last Crusade, Raiders, Dial of Destiny, Crystal Skull. All right. So there you go. Kind of, I guess we've all got the the top, the three, top three or the first. Pretty three. much the same. Yeah, it's a different order. Different. And order. for you, like Temple was the first one you saw in the movie theater. I think. Yeah. You said. So. And then there's just things I still like when yeah. I'm when I'm showing it to my kids. I'm like, so here's the litmus test. When I'm showing my my son uh-huh. and my daughters Indiana Jones, I'm like, okay, we got to watch them in order, but I'm really excited for you to watch Temple of Doom. Right. And because you got the dinner, you've got the heart, you've got the, you know, the, just all those. So that's, even as I'm sharing it with my kids, I'm like, oh, they're going to love this one. And yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, you're right. It's the first one I saw in the theaters and. Yeah, that's part of it. Yeah, I think what I like about 
like Ray. So Temple of Doom, love that movie, but it all kind of takes place in one location, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, that's you have true. the opening scene, which is a great opening scene. I really like it. But then they're on the plane, and then they're in the village, and then they're in the cave, and that's they pretty much stay. Yeah, most of the movies. That's there. true. Right there, Last Crusade, Raiders. You know, you get a little bit more uh, location. Last Crusade, you see a lot. You get yeah. Venice, you're in Germany. You get a lot more variety. It's just to that's, me, it just that's a good point. you end up in in yeah. Pert, where, wherever the the crescent moon is, and they find. I mean, it's you, it's just yeah. It it hits on as you said. It for me, it hits on all cylinders. Um, it covers the gamut. So cool. Anyways, all right. Good. Well, do we want to see another Indiana Jones movie? No, whether well, Harrison Ford, with Harrison Ford like in the Sean Connery role, where he's just kind of tagging along, or just sitting at home. So maybe he starts off the movie and then it moves on. Yeah. Or what do you think, Blake? So I would I would say kind of no for this, but like in the Rocky series when <laughs> Stallone moves into yeah. Train Creed, I was like, I don't know about this, and then. That was he was nominated for an Oscar for that role, and it yeah. was a really cool show. And yeah. so, if they did it right, maybe they could pull it off. But I don't know. I just it would be it would be kind of one of these things like yeah, but <laughs> but I then you would it. have to like okay, Marion would be dead, right? So then you're kind of like going back like like well, it's going to take place in the seventies, yeah, the earliest. And what is there in the seventies? Like I think you would end up putting him back in the same situation, like Stallone was. Mm-hmm. He's no longer this millionaire ex boxer living in a mansion. He's his wife's gone. His doesn't talk to his kid anymore. He's living in a condo, running a restaurant. Right? Yeah. Do we want to see Harrison Ford running a restaurant? Uh, run, you know, <laughs> like some retired yeah. professor guy yeah. in, taking on and taking on some young future. Oh, he's going to be the. This is this kid's the future archaeologist of our day. He's gonna yeah. find all the things. Yeah, I, like I don't think you could go much forward in time. Yeah. for it to be yeah. interesting. He's too old. He's just too old. Yeah. Okay, so probably not that. But what about an indie, a young Indiana Jones? Like bring back. Yeah, Sean. What's his name? Sean Flanner, the dude that played um, young Indiana Jones. Oh, in the in show. Age of Adeline. That guy. No. So in the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Oh, Sean Flannery. I can't remember how what his name. Is. I think it's Flannery. I like that guy. He's he's older. He's probably um, fifty. Flannery. Sean Patrick. Oh. Flannery, I think. Yeah. Let's see. What does he look like? Yeah. Now. Sean Patrick Flannery. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe him. He's let's see. He was born. He's fifty-seven right now. So that's yeah. nah. you're not you're yeah. not getting too you're not, much. Not a lot yeah. of longevity out of him. So a younger you, actor. When you pull up, if you pull, if you wanted to go back to the time frame, because basically we've got like a twelve-year, two twelve-year gaps, but we'd want to do the first one. Yeah, 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 yeah. The gap from when to when, which Crystal gap? Skull and Last Crusade. So that's 1938 to 1957. Yeah. So anything that happened after Last Crusade up until Crystal Skull. I, but even then, I don't even think yeah, like that's the first too far. Five, the five, first five years. Seven years. Yeah. Of, yeah. And that's kind of before. Because when does... So Last Crusade, 
um, ends in happens in 1938, and I doesn't doesn't World War Two start in 42? I think it's 39. Oh, 39. Yeah. But yeah. the United States doesn't start till 42. 42, right? Yeah, I think. Yeah, September 1st, 1939 to September 2nd, 1945. So maybe like before the United States gets involved, mm-hmm. um, because that's because he becomes obviously he is in the military during World War Two. So it'd have to be like that time frame, those mm-hmm. two or three years. Yeah. You could have one or two deals, yeah, but you could do another trilogy. But then who's then who do you, you have get? to recast? You have to, yeah. and, and you got to put and a little okay time between it too. You know, like a few years, and then yeah, it's one of those things where like it just doesn't feel like rebooting it or recasting it would would fit would feel right but then movies surprise you and they find a little angle you know and they're like and you're like wow they figured it out you know yeah. good i'm on board and it works but what about pre temple of doom pre-1935 i mean you certainly could yeah it just would have to be a different kind of indie right yes it would have to be a much younger a little more immature a little more mature a little yeah. more learning the yeah Fortune and glory, as we've said. Making a lot of mistakes. But the young Indiana Jones Chronicles, he's not like that. That's the thing I struggle with a little bit with uh, that TV show is he seems more grounded. Altruistic. In the TV show than they make him look like in the Temple of Doom. Yeah. So maybe something happens to make him more jaded. Yeah. More selfish. Is that going to be the story? Yeah. I did watch the episode... um, where Harrison Ford does the cameo. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, what is this? <laughs> it's yeah. just all about him playing music, jazz yeah. music. Yeah, it was a little weird. It was like... <laughs> there, At least there wasn't a Christmas episode. <laughs> him working in a bar as a waiter wanting to be a jazz musician. <laughs> and well, yeah, dealing, yeah. I'm like, what is... And then, and then it ends with Harrison Ford in a cabin with an Indian. Yeah. And the bad guys come in, and while they're escaping, he blows a toy... Or a mini sax to get the snow to fall off the roof and land on them, <laughs> and to see Harrison Ford to be like, and I'm like, I'm just like, yeah, oh, it's man. really weird. It's yeah. not good. It's like, yeah. and he's got a beard, yeah, because he was filming The Fugitive when he uh, when he did. Oh, that. is that right? Yeah, it was when they made that little clip. Oh, jeez. Um, and so he had this full fugitive Harrison Ford beard on <laughs> as Indiana Jones, which looked good. I mean, yeah. I didn't. My, and it's he's up in the mountain. They made it. It's a snowy, mountainy, so it's almost kind of fitting because it's like, oh, I gotta keep my face he's, warm yeah, or something. The mountain like that. man. Yeah, he's a mountain man, Harrison Ford. But, <laughs> but um, yeah. what do you? I don't know. I that's or I mean, who do you? I'm off. I'm a, I'm totally okay with it. I mean. I yeah. I was okay with you know the solo movie. I really, I I mean I wasn't like a huge fan of who they picked to That's play. That's what you could do. You could bring in that guy, yeah, to play young yeah. Indy. I know. I didn't. Nah, I don't. I didn't really. He like, didn't click for me. His, click. Something something I didn't like about his face. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't click for He's me. He's not Harrison either. Ford. No one's Harrison Ford. Yeah, no, true. but I think they could have picked someone that's a little less. I I don't know what to say. A little more rough around the edges, I guess, would be the best way to say it. And I hate to say it, 
because it's like oh he's in everything nowadays but i don't i almost kind of wish chris, i think chris pratt could have been a yeah. good guy it's kind of like we got to wait for the next chris pratt yeah, yeah you know but unfortunately they've thrown him in everything else and it's kind of like we can't yeah. have him be you know star lord uh jurassic park and harrison ford and what other franchise kind of a thing is he in? Mm -hmm. he's doing some other stuff too i think like amazon prime show oh yeah the the military guy Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so i don't know if it's gonna happen i think at some point in the future i mean it's such a i mean the property that it's not like they're just gonna be like all right we're done with that there's there's too much something too much possibility like a kids show i've heard there's a rumor about that actually Mm -hmm. now that you mentioned it i don't know i could do a kid an animated series they really could they could do an animated series yeah Yeah, so overall um it's been a great series of great movies overall i think it's unfortunate that dial of destiny is not doing very well well financially because it's a good show i've seen way worse movies i just think you know these so our movie making heroes they're older Mm -hmm. and who are they making these movies for us Mm -hmm. but who's our and we're the ones who are making money but like movie tickets aren't that expensive well yeah and like so people who are in their 30s or younger do they have any is there a disconnect is there a yeah do do these appeal to them in any way i don't think they do i don't think so yeah well not an old in not grandpa indie for sure yeah well, and I think I think the the storytelling's a little different. I mean, you know, we've talked about this before. Like our kids are like, I mean, it's got to be clipping through, clipping through, and it's in your face. And so, you know, like, you know, the Mario Brothers movie, you know, Super Mario Brothers, like it's just color and bright and in your face and things mm. like that. And it was super successful. Yeah. And that wasn't a great movie. And <laughs> oh, and then and something Chris like Pratt this with Luigi. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. And so we'll see three or four more of those. Um but uh anyway, I, I don't know. It kind of feels like that more patient storytelling is yeah. is starting to be a, a little bit of a uh commodity. Mm-hmm. But well, then you got the next Mission Impossible movie coming out with Tom Cruise who's like 60 if yeah. not older. Yeah, that's, that's a good point that's probably though. gonna do really well that's a good point though because that will do well the last one did mm-hmm. and that is but they're really good movies and he makes good movies and yeah. there wasn't really he's kind of continued to make these where these had a big gap yes yes so i think that's why those that's 20 so 30 year yeah. old maybe even 40 year old well i are in our 40s <laughs> but yeah. your 20 30 year olds are like like you know that that's something they can latch onto because they saw it growing up. Yeah, where a lot of people are like, when did Crusade or when did Crystal Soul come out? Two thousand eight. Yeah. yeah, but but like think it it is just weird. It's fickle. Like think about when I heard they were making a Top Gun sequel, I was like, <laughs> what in the world? Like yeah. how is that going to be successful? You know? Yeah, and. uh it was the biggest, like the biggest movie of last year, right? Yeah. And was uh, it really? I think so. It made like one point five billion dollars or something. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. And it was big. 
Not that good. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was good. But it was good. It's it was good, good enough. It was for some reason. Yes. It was entertaining for yeah. sure. It's very strange that that movie did 1.5 billion, and Tile of Destiny, which you'd kind of think <laughs> these are in the same. <laughs> the tile of destiny. I used to lay tile. What can I say? <laughs> Sounded funny. The the wristwatch of destiny. <laughs> tile of density. <laughs> Good one. Sorry. No, I was great. Uh, but I mean, they're both kind of like on paper. You'd be like, yeah, the same kind of thing, right? Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. um, weird that one made one point five billion, and this is making you know probably finish at three. 300 million or something yeah, yeah. strange fickle well def- i mean the your your uh, market your your is for top gun you're gonna get because top gun uh, both appeal to both men and women i don't see you know this is i this think needed a beach football scene yeah this needed harrison ford <laughs> he did have a shirt off there <laughs> he did have me. a shirt off <laughs> i was like he looks better than me yeah i did <laughs> I'm like, geez, I'm jealous of that 80-year-old man's body. <laughs> Wish I looked as good. <coughs> All right. Well, thanks, guys, for joining us in this Indiana Jones rewatch series. Make sure you watch all of them, all five episodes. We appreciate you guys tuning in, watching, listening. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. It helps us out. It doesn't cost you anything. And we want to thank you guys once again, and we'll catch you next time. Adios. See you later.